0: I was woken up this morning by the sound of like a foghorn on my iPhone and it was like the most annoying thing on the planet and it was like I was watching the premiere of American Horror Story the other night for the first time and they got the same alert for like a nuclear attack that was about to happen right so there's a nuclear attack hitting Los Angeles so I hear that sound and I'm like fuck like, one, I'm in a dream, and I was like, no, like I'm up. And then two, I was like, right, so what is it? Like, I'm going to die at this point, right? <laughs> so I check it, right? I check it, and it's, like, flood warnings in Boston. And I'm like, well, that's not very good, is it? Like, that's not very good at all. So I, like, tepidly, like, g- timidly get out of bed, right? And I go and check the window. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, tepidly, like, tepidly water. And just, like, go, go, and, go and check <laughs> the window, right? And it's just, like, average rain. It's like average rain. I see, Scott. Uh, I see like all these Americans outside, and they're crying like it is the apocalypse. Like the like, the yeah, like Judgment Days come. I'm trying to decide uh, if I'm even going to <laughs> put a jacket on or not. Like genuinely, uh, I look like a complete idiot, like a complete foreigner, if I go out with just this t-shirt. On. You know what I mean? But at the same time, he's like Scottish oh mate. I- Look really I was, but the thing is, I was so. I'm, I'm those on I was so annoyed I'm, i hard as nails. I was so annoyed though. I was so because this woke me up, and it's not even like it was one alert. Like they sent me like seventeen alerts. I'm like, I get it. There's rain. You know uh, what I mean? Is it going to be this like this every day when it rains? Like you know what I mean? I was like, uh, do the same. Do the same
1: with hurricanes when I was in Texas, and they used to do the same with mm-hmm. hurricanes. You had to hide in the the basement and that. And everyone was pure worried, but it's so funny. It's, yeah. It's, well i mean it's, it's yeah it's, it's hilarious. hilarious it's absolutely, it's serious, but, absolutely uh, hilarious but It's just see if it app, was like an so actual
0: flood scary. or an actual hurricane or something i'd be fine with it you know uh, what i mean i'd be like uh, thank uh, you, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> thank like thank you no no really well, fine with that not fine with that situation but i'd be like thank you apple for alerting me to the the danger that is about to become me but no, they got me out of bed so I could go and check and see there's like a drizzle of rain outside. There's like one puddle on the ground that everyone, so everyone's trying it, to avoid, like lava. <laughs> I'm like, oh jeez, oh. But anyway, um, so this week we're going to talk about... So is this a film <laughs> podcast or is this a weather podcast? I like this intro though, you know what I mean? Like, I hate to just get <laughs> into it because it just feels like so like much like a podcast. I don't want to go in and like, hi, uh, we're going to talk about Limitless today. Like how boring would that be? Like we had a wee conversation uh... about the rain. You know what I mean? So, that's good. Uh, uh, just want, I'm just going to try and sound less of the fanny this time. <laughs> There's a lot we can do better from last time. Like, we're going to work on the ending. Um, I've never been one to finish well. Uh, several same. people have told me. So, hopefully we can do it better this time. So, uh, so Limitless this week. All right. Made 2011, directed by Neil Berger. Um, stars Bradley Cooper, Abby Cornish, Robert De Niro. Um, it's about a writer named Edward who gets a drug. Um... Which completely changes his life. I think that's about as simple as I can make the plot. Um,
1: well, it's the drug obviously uh, gives him the ability to use 100% of his Yeah, brain that's, that's true. So yeah. He understands things that he never used to be able to understand, obviously, yeah. like things like peripheral vision and that can pick yeah. up pretty much anything. Well, maybe so Ed. He basically remembers, like he basically just remembers everything
0: and yeah. predict things. Well. Maybe Edward could understand the plot of this movie because I didn't. Um, It made 16.2 million at the box office Uh, (laughs) um, in a £2.7 million budget so it was a success. Um, Put the poll out on Twitter, 44% of people gave it a thumbs up, 12% gave it a thumbs down Um, and 44% have never seen it so we can say anything we want here because no one's going to be listening um, to this so say whatever you want.
1: (laughs) I think think for the most part it's uh, it's a film that if you have seen it, you like yeah. it just because it's because it's of its lack of mainstream success. So like if you are watching it and you're just, I don't know, you're sort of immersed in it for yourself, yeah. already being quite critical about movies. Anyway, yeah, um, you're obviously going to come from that different aspect, like people who maybe aren't as into
0: movies. I think you watch uh, it and just you take think it for what it is. You know, here's the thing, though, right? Because I used to be like that when I was doing, like, the reviews and stuff, like, going so critically, but that's, like, mm-hmm. no fun, right? So now when I see a movie, like, like <laughs> I try fun. and like it. Like, it's so hard it's for, it's so Asia, hard for yeah. me to hate a movie. Like, I went to see Crazy Rich yeah. in the cinema, like, last week. I came out and I was like, I yeah. had a wonderful time. Like, I was like, like this, was, <laughs> that this was, fun. was fun, right? It was fun. Like, there was some, like, bad parts to it like, that I could dissect, you know what I mean? But it was fun, right? The biggest thing for me when going very start at the very beginning is when the start of a movie just instantly makes me hate it. Like the start of this film, like instantly, I was like, no, I don't want to do this, right? For one, I had vo- I hate voiceover, right? I never see the point in voiceover, especially when it tells me nothing. See the voiceover at the start of this film and all the way through the film until it mysteriously disappears. It tells me nothing that the film couldn't show me. Like, I, I don't That's need to know. Like, it's a different thing. I'll get to this because it's really like sort of stylistic at the start. Like even when Edwards like like a nobody and he's not like succeeding, all right. Um, And I really didn't get that because for me the style should come in the minute he takes the pill. Like it would have been more effective for me if it was like sort of filmed in an order, filmed and shot and edited in a sort of um, standard way until the point he takes the pill, and then you go into the style. That would be sort of. That'd be better. But
1: I think it does it does do that to an yeah. extent. Like he, maybe not so much maybe the voiceover is uh, the thing he can set apart, but obviously he does a lot with colour effects and that the direction yeah. in general is obviously creating such a contrast yeah. between his normal mind, his his sort of failure yeah. mind, his, uh, the one that you see right at the start to obviously his hyperactive mind when he's on yeah. the drug. It's obviously a lot more bright and vibrant. Mm-hmm. Everything's colourful. There's like such a playful energy to it when he's, when he's on the drug, and I think that's stylistic. But I suppose with when, yeah, with respect to the with the voiceover, I do. I, I suppose it's not really a point having it brought up because I didn't I didn't, it didn't bother me too much. I didn't uh, notice it. But now that you have obviously brought it up, I've kind of thought on this. Yeah, but
0: else. let's let's go in it more generally because I think it's obvious that yeah, it's, it's just, obvious. I get um, I would give the movie a thumbs down overall. I think you're the opposite because you're the one that recommended it for this week. Like oh, no. To make it clear, I was the one who'd never seen it before. You've, you'd have you seen it before uh, revisiting this week, so you're a fan of the film overall. Um, strangely, you are actually the first person that's film, right? so, <laughs> uh, and this is the first time I've actually
1: heard your opinion on mm-hmm. as well. So. I
0: um, have a bit of loss for one, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're gutted that I don't like it. You're gutted I'm not on the limitless trade.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say gutted, but just a, yeah, um kind of closer people that I've spoken to have also rated it as well and had said to like you know, this is one of those ones that people say, Oh, have you seen, you seen limitless and I've been like, yeah. Yeah, it's fast. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones that they they're trying to obviously get
0: you to watch. Definitely. So I assumed that it was just going to be the well, same sort of thing. Yeah, well, let's, and, let's get into some of thing. the stuff I did like. Right, let's we'll start off positive. Right, Bradley Cooper. Bradley oh, yeah, Cooper, sorry. I think, is one of the best actors uh, working in Hollywood um, for a long time now. Um, loved him since the first time I saw him in The Hangover. I think he's great and stuff. I love him in American Hustle.
1: Yeah, I think when you can go, when you can go from The Hangover to playing the smartest man
0: yeah.
1: in the world, I think that shows you like, how good an actor is because he's probably, as
0: you mm-hmm. said, probably one of the like his positives about the movie is. is and he demonstrates right? range within the movie itself as well because he starts off and he, you buy that he is this sort of disheveled yeah, yeah, writer, um, that he's a nobody and he's not very intelligent, he's not very useful, he's not motivated and then no, instantly when he gets the haircut you buy him as the sort of perfect you know, sort of omnipresent uh, <laughs> thinking man on this drug. You know what I mean? He plays, yeah, he exactly. plays the layers so well, I think. And Bradley Cooper for me is the strongest part of the movie. Um, like I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I I think it is a great concept though. I think there's maybe there is a lot of flaws with mm-hmm. it, um, especially plot wise, as you say, yeah. um, earlier on. Like if Eddie could tell you the plot of the movie, because you know you don't know. I think I would still agree with that. But you know, going back to what you were saying about just watching a movie and thinking that was fun or that was enjoyable, that's sort of what i yeah. with this. Yeah. Um, I think like I do I do rate the direction. I think even though it's very blatant and very obvious, mm-hmm. I think. It's still a really good feature to to show the contrast between his normal mind, and his hyperactive mind. Yeah. Um. There's a darkness. There's a darkness to it, and those dark moments with his normal mind that I quite like as well. Um. But you know, it's sort of balanced out when it. You know, there's obviously crime and drugs and illness and stuff in this sort of normal mind. and yeah. <clears throat> In his sort of normal mm-hmm. state, but then in his hyperactive mind, you don't you don't actually you know experience any of that. You experience all this wealth and all mm-hmm. this um, intelligence and knowledge and. You know friendship building things like that yeah um, so i think gener- generally generally there's there's pose there with like the russian loan shark and stuff it just seems a bit comical it seems almost a bit like the hangover over effect. It, it, it's like but, but I, a funny one
0: like it's the sort of um uh, oh what, what would be the word for it Uh, the unrealistic depiction of what a gangster is like a gangster is not someone who stands in a street corner waiting for you to come down like and just like a completely hounds you every day just grabs you
1: by your collar and like gives you a you know ruffles up your hair and that's that's essentially Uh what he was like you know he he brought he went on this big raid um after for like going after what was a hundred thousand dollars or something that he's trying to get off it yeah and he goes in this raid to his apartment and brings what four guys or something yeah exactly (laughs) If he's, a ga- if he's a gangster, a serious gangster he's not going to be taking four guards so it's a bit comical like this thing um, those sort of scenes and it's like there's almost little different
0: stories in and, and the one you know, and completely. Not, none of them are fully addressed and, none of them are fully and that's addressed. the point I was like, going to make um, because I agree with what you said completely um, about the potential behind the concept and the world behind this is really great mm-hmm. there was a TV show made of this uh, back a couple yeah, yeah. of years ago mm-hmm. I think that That was unsuccessful, so it kind of negates my point to an extent, right? But see, if you signed on with this director and these actors and made it into a miniseries and managed to spread it out a wee bit, for Mm, me, it's all, like, especially in the Netflix era, you know what I mean? If we had, like, a Mm -hmm. six-episode Netflix event, that, for me, would have been much better than this this because it it feels like the story isn't serviced. Like, I couldn't give you the beginning, the middle, and the end, um, like, of this story and what it tells me. You know I, I mean? think
1: yeah, I think you ca you can with Eddie as a character yeah. to an extent. I think you can with the the evolution of it. Like yeah. the, even though I don't know there's there's points in it where you think he is like he's fucked. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, you, you, you think he's, he's, too, he's too far into it, and it's, it's messing with his mind. He's getting sick, all these other people are getting sick around him. He's losing this job yeah. with uh, De Niro's character. So, you you are starting to think that this actually could not turn I out. Think better, been I, I think that'd be a better this. I honestly think it would be a better end. I do agree. I hated I hated yeah. the ending, um, and one thing I'll actually say, um, going back to De Niro, is when you've, like, when you've got De Niro in your movie, I think you've got to use him better. Like, I think he was very limited in this. Yeah, uh, I'd agree
0: with that. And in, in saying that, to, um, me, I appreciated um, that it's not... He had such a pa- I appreciated it's not, like, this commie, comedy De Niro we've seen for the last couple of years. I appreciated that it was De Niro back in the serious role. yeah. But he didn't most, seem interested. He just had such passive,
1: yeah. uh, passive involvement, yeah. wasn't it? Like, he was in the scenes. You were aware that it was him. He was just... Mm-hmm. It was just really dull conversation, wasn't it? Like, there was no seriousness to him. I think that maybe once he raised his voice, and yeah, that's it. It, you're thinking if you've got De Niro, like a, a commanding actor like yeah. De Niro in your film, I think you've got to utilize him hey. better, make him less passive, make him more, he needs to be the center of attention. I know, and I know that's hard when you've got Bradley Cooper. Yes, yeah. Clearly the standout, but... Think you've got to, you've got to definitely make them
0: bounce off. I don't sure, think with the problem is that I think, think you sort of have to blame De Niro for that though. Like we'll probably watch. Do you I think so? I I think I don't think there's much scenes though
1: that have been written well enough with him. In it, yeah. I don't think. Blame Do the writers. Even yeah, I think even his, uh, even his, like the language he uses, and I don't know. I, I think there's more to give there.
0: Uh, yeah, I disagree with that.
1: because I, I don't. I don't think it was really his performance. Just to be fair, I mean, obviously, it's always, always going to be uh, an aspect of performance. But when is
0: he? When was the last but, time he's given but, like a truly great performance? Like I'd argue, like was last good performance probably came like the nineties or both before that. Like everything else he's been in since then has been like decent. Like I think he's good and like meet the parents. Like I think he's like good there.
1: Uh he's always good as a. I mean, he's. But he's he is what he is in a comedy he still has that seriousness to him but that's, that's what you're laughing at you know, you're laughing at his
0: hyper, yeah,
1: like sensitivity to everything he's like, just like, yeah. your, like butch dad that's just going to look down on him so like and meet the fuckers and meet the parents like, that's obviously what mm. he portrays. So, yeah, like, in other comedies, he's always he's always meant to be
0: yeah, I I think I do prefer him, like, if I was going to go now as a caricature to himself rather than, like, this bland, bland yeah, performance I mean, I like we got, like... like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd prefer him to be, like, yeah. sort of, like... No,
1: I, do th- I would be more inclined to blame him a little bit than I do. Yeah. I do think, when I, when I look back at the scenes I was just watching yeah. uh, recently as well, when I was going back to, like, through, I was looking at the scenes with Bradley Cooper and the Eagle because I was, you know, uh, praising mm-hmm. Cooper's acting so much, so I was, like, looking at the and just thinking don't know, I feel like he has more to give, Yeah. I feel like he, he, was, he was definitely limited in those scenes. Like, yeah. I think even just with the story, like right, it's the ending that gets me, that's what I'm saying. Ending, yeah. uh, I've seen these problems with, I think it's just, it's just a really, uh, I don't really know what the word is. It t- tries like, to tie it, it up down. too
0: neatly, I feel. Like it doesn't leave any loose ends, yeah. yeah. It
1: makes It too uh, makes it too respectable, yeah. like everything.
0: If all
1: that didn't matter, none of it mattered, yeah, fine.
0: exactly. And um, it was like there needed to be a something that was disgusting about his
1: personality, I think, for Eddie. Definitely, and that's that's something I went into. He's still using it, he's still using it,
0: he knows what's happening, yeah, and whatever else, but he's still the smartest man, yeah. In the world. But he's a fraud, like, he's not <laughs> do you know what it, I mean? He's exactly. And that's that it has a dodgy moral, is what like what I found with the movie, um. Because if you look at it, like sort of philosophically, that this is a man who had no motivation. Like, see Eddie at the start, you don't root for him because uh, every problem you yeah, see, it has it's, it's his yeah. own fault. Like, you know, what I mean, it's right. not as though Eddie yeah. was put into yeah. that position or forced into that position. You know, um, mm-hmm. so by the end, when he's put in the position of power because of the drug, you're just sort of like, right. So this is a man who. Had no motivation, had to take these narcotics, and now we're expected to like celebrate the happiness. I mean, yeah. it would have been better if he'd like no, come right. back down to like elf. you know what I mean? With it, like, or- that's what I
1: mean. Yeah, I feel like there should have been a, a harsher ending for him, like yeah. a realization that you know you can't just be chasing this drug because that mm-hmm. just because you're the smartest man,
0: you
1: yeah, it Everyf-
0: doesn't mean you're the happiest, man, definitely. You know? Everything okay in your end um, with the laptop and stuff.
1: Why is it is It, it was pure, stuff?
0: like, noises like, and stuff like uh... that. Oh, if colleges. it's alright.
1: I think it just lost charge oh, of right. okay,
0: that's fair, enough. fair enough, Um Oh, well. Well, the one thing I will say, and you'll agree with this, like, and you were saying this earlier, it looked really nice at times.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that is what attracts me to it. It's just a sort of fun film to me, I think. It's a good concept, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, um... I don't know, an interesting story, but not essentially a, a compelling one. It's not like a, that's not a groundbreaking, a groundbreaking story or anything that's going to mm-hmm. seriously get you out of a chain, yeah. but it's, um, I don't know, I think there's loads of things that could have been done better, uh, and that's probably my issue with mm-hmm. it, but for the most part, i give it a thumbs up just for being, I think, well-directed and to the extent that's. I don't know. There's there's features of the direction that yeah. I, like, I think is is probably where I'd go with that, and then obviously Cooper's um, his yeah. overall performance was just a was just a
0: really ag- really good one. So that's that's my yeah. overall. I agree with it. the direction because I do agree, it does look good. Um, there are bits of this style that I really really like. I like how he uses color. I like how he uses light to contrast the sort of when he's on the drugs yep. and when he comes down yep, from that. that. Um, later on in the film. Um, I like all of that. However, sometimes it just doesn't have meaning. It's like I was put, talking about it earlier on. It doesn't know when to use it and how to use it for me. Like, it, that could have been a bit better. You know what I mean? I just feel like it could have been, like, utilised a lot better. Like, sometimes dial back maybe the stylistic elements when it's a sort of quieter scene and a quieter moment, more emotional, or maybe dial it up in the yeah. moments that it could have been more high-octane. You know what I mean? Um so that's a sort of problem. So are we in a sort of overall agreement? Um, I give it a thumbs down. You'd overall give it a thumbs up, yeah, just because you enjoyed we're,
1: it. We're probably just on that borderline. I think you'd probably dislike it for similar re- for certain reasons. Maybe mm-hmm. just enough to give it a thums, thumbs down, and I'm probably I like it enough to give it a thumbs up, but sort Fair of enough. sort of uh, don't rate it entirely as like a top ten movie.
0: Fair enough. Well, well, we'll get away from Limitless then and we'll move in a couple of minutes, uh, some movie news that happened during the week. Uh, the Captain Marvel trailer dropped today, uh, the next instalment in the MCU, fall, it's the first prequel in the MCU set in the 1990s, uh, you watched it, what did you think?
1: Yeah, uh, class to be honest, I really enjoyed that thing though. So good, for,
0: for, for so a first, good. For
1: a first trailer a movie that's obviously not expected until next year, um, I think they've done really well enough to give, like, to keep it kind of gripping. You're know, sort of interested in the character. Um, yeah. Again, I don't really know too much about Captain Marvel. Um, yeah. i thought not really read any comics and anything like that. Um Obviously, yeah. following the, the character Carol Danvers, but I think that'll be pretty interesting.
0: I um, think. I think. Like um, what's
1: your thoughts on it? What's your thoughts on the trailer? First of all, no, listen. Lessons-
0: did- See when I felt. I heard they were making a Captain Marvel movie. I was like, why? Like, why should I care? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then and then they had spoilers for Avengers Infinity War. They had the post credit scene in Infinity War. And everything's going to shit. In, like, few days later. And like, Fury's like, I need to call someone. And he goes to call Captain Marvel. And instantly, you're right, right. This person means something. Um, you know what I mean? This person's clearly a badass if it, you're darkest bleakest moment this is the person you call, call it, you know what <laughs> what I mean so I thought that was a great introduction you know yeah, what I mean I was, was like right saying. instantly I know this character is important right and then this trailer just like it seemed a different tone to the rest of the MCU like it wasn't like For it was sure. pure pure yeah. dark like the dark knight yeah. but it wasn't like relying on humor You know, it felt earnest. It felt to me it had shades of, like, one of the Superman movies from, like, old. Like, sort of unapologetically earnest in that regard, you know what I mean? So that's what I liked about it. And I thought that I think Marvel, I was very skeptical of the de-aging technology at first Mm -hmm. when they first started using it. I think Samuel L. Jackson looks great. I think he looks absolutely fantastic. I couldn't be more excited for that. And such a Real relatable reference, Blockbuster. She crashes through a Blockbuster man, and you're just like, Oh, I get that reference, you know what I mean? It's really good. <laughs> I uh, like that. No, I think, oh.
1: Yeah, I think, no, I think there's, there's high hopes for it for sure. Um, I've not been a massive fan of the most recent Marvel films, some of them I haven't even seen and probably not even given them a chance. But um, yeah, I think, no, there's definitely high hopes for this. And I think, nah. well, me being me, I'm probably going to be like political thing about it. I think, um, oh. I watched her review just the short review by Grace Randolph I don't even know who she is she just came up on YouTube Yeah, I thought I'd give a watch after watching the the trailer so I think Mm -hmm. she made a good point about balancing out um, the sort of feminine argument because the trailer was released today and apparently it's like I don't know the Air Force day or something like that the celebration of the Air Force so it's pretty interesting that she brought up that she sort of highlighted the fact that obviously maybe the movie's not focusing on feminism mm-hmm. as much as uh, the feminist was like and uh, I don't know, there's, there's a sort of celebration for the Air Force and the military and stuff but I'm not, yeah. really, I'm not really entirely bored about well, that either but I think it's, I'll get a, in. it's an yeah. interesting point that she highlighted and I thought um, I think uh-huh. it's, it's good to always like, look at these things from different perspectives so, it have been
0: interesting to have well, obviously cards on the table. Joe was meant to be with us today. Yeah. Obviously, he he served in the U.S. Air Force. it'd be interesting to get his perspective on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe when the course of the movie comes, we'll ask him. Like from the feminist standpoint, I think it did a good job of sort of highlighting our femininity without making it the sort of focal point of it. Yeah. Because there's nof- There's nothing worse for me. When it's like, oh, you're a female superhero, and it like points that out, and that's the whole story, like yeah, a female-driven I story think does not with have Wonder to Woman, be that.
1: One, yeah, there was a sort of with Wonder Woman there was a bit of that, still kind of oversexualizing the character maybe a the bit to an extent.
0: Sure. I dis I disagreed. Like, mm. I
1: thought I thought Wonder Woman did it really well. I don't like, know. I think just with costumes and stuff as well. But I think the yeah. um, I think with Captain Marvel as a you know from the comics and stuff as well is. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know it's a, obviously not, cost- our, yeah. a multi-gender um, character as well so yeah I will say a costume looks more practical here yeah, than Wonder definitely. Women's does I will say that like yeah like it does look a lot more practical and I'm, I'm excited for it because it's like it's one of these ones where you're happy to have like an our female-driven story especially when we get into the next news item we're going to talk about um, <laughs> um happy to have a female-driven story with something like this um but more importantly, I'm just happy to get a film that looks good. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I'm just happy to have a film that looks good, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, the next, the next thing, look good. Um, so Millennium Pictures <laughs> are looking to. <laughs> Certainly not. They're looking to do a reboot, uh, reboot or an adaption of Red Sonia. All right, uh, who basically started off as a spin off character to Conan the Barbarian. So it's sort of this like sh- uh, female warrior type character that sounds pretty good, that sounds pretty interesting, Mm alright. Now Millennium, we're looking at directors and thinking, who do we get in this political climate? Do we go for like an up-and-coming female director? Do we get Patty Jenkins, who (laughs) was really successful with Wonder Woman? Do we get Michelle McLaren, who's directed four episodes of Game of Thrones? She would seem to fit in this wheelhouse, you know, all the fantasy (laughs) elements and stuff (laughs) like that. There's certainly options there. Or should should we go for Brian Singer, uh, who they have apparently... Uh, contacted in our negotiations for directing this film, Brian Singer, who's been accused over the course of the past nearly 20 years of a multitude of sexual assault and harassment situations. Taking that aside, Brian Singer, whose most recent project, Bohemian Rhapsody, he went missing from the set and had to be removed from the film. <laughs> so in the area where we're trying to level the playing field, we're trying to give female-driven stories to female filmmakers, Millennium Pictures decide to give the film to sexual deviant Brian Singer. What's your thoughts?
1: It's disgusting, to be <laughs> honest. Um, <laughs> I didn't really know too much about it. It's
0: baffling. Um, it's baffling. It
1: recently, and so after doing some research, like, is it's genuinely baffling? I think it's sick. Like it's actually sick that first of all he's he's even considered. Um, to be honest, oh, and then man. yeah, to be. To be the front runner and to be already in talks with it, and for it to seem like nothing to them, uh, for the you know the the stuff yeah. at Red Sonya for for them to think like it's nothing or not even question it or not even like,
0: come out and say a statement about it or, you know what this is that? the worst the thing Millennium Pictures could have done. Like look at yeah. it from a PR standpoint, right? Even if even if the people at Millennium Pictures are adamant that there is no one but Brian Singer for this job. They are quite frankly tone deaf if they think <laughs> that this is an acceptable uh, way to go in today's political climate. Yeah. It's like baff It's completely baffling. I don't yeah. get it. Why is he still being hired? Disturbing. Like, I'm... Actually, disturbing
1: that that he's considered. Yeah. actually. So um, I don't know. There needs to be more done with that. I think. Yeah, like, I, don't, if I, going, I don't understand. Uh, if, if we're going
0: to have, we're going to crack down in this Me Too movement, which you totally agree with. You don't want. Uh, the crimes and people abusing their power that's historically been systematic in Hollywood over the years, right? But if you're going to crack down on it, let's have it the same across the board. You know what I mean? Why is Bryan Singer, who... And I'm not did anything right so if someone's no. listening to this like and it's like oh we're making false accusations we're not we're not like i could totally agree like innocent until proven guilty right but see when there's this much smoke, extent, you can yeah, quite there's... safely say there is a fire all right yeah you can quite yeah. safely say there's a fire somewhere all right Definitely. um and i don't understand how there have been lesser claims in the past year that have resulted in people getting harsher punishments, and yet Brian Singer still continues to find work in Hollywood. I do not understand it, to be quite honest with you. So, yeah. I don't know. Baffling,
1: to be honest. Um, yeah. All we can kind of hope for is that something gets...
0: Uh... Give it to Michelle McLaren! I <laughs> love Game of Thrones! Just give it to her. Just... <laughs> the women like, has been Fun attached to like, every project under this... She was attached to Wonder Woman at first. Yeah. She was attached um, to... Viking Ninja Warrior, which is a Chris Pratt movie in development, Whoa, which sounds, sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's been put in the shelf as well. It's not like she's not. Wait, what, free, did, you, right? what did you say
1: that was called? Then? Sorry,
0: Viking Ninja Warrior. Oh my god! I believe. Oh my god! Or, or, or like a or cowboy Viking ninja <laughs> or something. Like it's like <laughs> three three of those <laughs> words. Cowboy like it's cowboy. crazy. Like, but I know she's a TV director, but this would be the perfect like film. Like, to give, because it's, like, a nothing property. No one knows it. Give it to, like, a first-timer. Give it to an up-and-comer. Yeah, like, not to Brian fucking Singer, who hasn't made... Uh, he, like, he's not made a... For me, he's not made a... Like, Cards on the Table, I like some of these films, right? I'm a big fan of the first two X-Men. Yeah, all right, I like...
1: That's the start thing about it as well, isn't it? Okay. Yeah.
0: But X-Men Apocalypse was garbage. Like, it was total... It was a big right. steaming pile of shit. All right. right, let's be frank no, about it. All right, so it's not even like he's made a good film and you can say, like, oh, he's made Bohemian Rhapsody. No, he didn't. He was missing <laughs> from the set and fought with everyone every day. All right, but just because the DGA has these weird rules where they can't take his credit off the film does not mean that the success or failure of that film has yeah. anything to do with Brian Singer. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm taking that stance on it. Oh. No, no, on, no, no. on that happy
1: note. no I stand with you mate I stand with
0: you fuck Brian Singer Singer. alright so on that bombshell we'll wrap it up for today Um, I have no idea what we'll be talking about next time or whether we'll be allowed to do this podcast again when Brian Singer's legal team uh, listens to this recording let's be honest there's like 20 people who will probably be listening to this and I'm really pretty sure Brian Singer's team are not one of them uh, so I think we should be fine. 20 pretty interesting people will be listening
1: to this anyway so Kudos <laughs> if, to, you've um...
0: made, if you've made it to the end um, you're among my favourite people in the world and that's it from us we'll see you in two weeks cheerio thank you bye bye